It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about their first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. That's for my crazy day. My pack commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. (laughs) Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, audioboom.com, also iTunes. We're going to be with you all offseason to preview the draft, preview free agency. I'll take your thoughts on my Twitter, at James Rapine. And uh, certainly, we'll break down the season that was for your Cincinnati Bengals Bengals here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. So yesterday, well, the Bengals came out. They came out, and they played at a high level. Rex Burkhead led the way. And I'll I'll start with Rex because everyone now is saying how good Rex Burkhead is. And you're right. Rex Burkhead's really good. And maybe not really good, but good. Good comparatively speaking to what the Bengals currently have and have had all season. And really that has been Jeremy Hill. And Jeremy Hill is underachieved. And Jeremy Hill, to me, has showed you that he cannot be an every down back in the NFL. That he cannot be a starting running back in the NFL. But my outlier or my my overall theme of this offseason is going to be simple. And it's a message to the Bengals. And, yeah, I I could recap the game yesterday, but I don't think yesterday was much about yesterday. It was about the future, and we're all looking ahead to the future, so I'm going to dive into it right now here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. The theme and the message I need from Marvin Lewis, who I've defended, the theme and message I need from Mike Brown, and the theme of this offseason in general is simple to me. Don't be loyal. Don't be loyal. If you're the Bengals... Historically, they're loyal, and they, they don't go out of their way to, to get rid of veterans that they've signed to contracts, and they keep their own and just build through the draft. And I don't want to see loyal. I, I don't want you to retain Domitapeco. I don't want you to feel like you owe Brandon LaFell anything because he gave you one good season. I don't want you to feel like Michael Johnson is untouchable because he's under contract. And I think if the Bengals are going to do what they want to do, And it feels like this upcoming season for Marvin Lewis is a make-or-break year. It could be a one-and-done year where he gets one more shot, one more opportunity to make a playoff run. And if he's going to do that, if he's going to be that kind of— if it's going to be that situation, stop being loyal. Look at these players like they are. Domata, it's been fun. You're not playing at a high high level anymore. We're going to move on. Brandon— you're 30 years old. You gave us a great year. Thank you. 
You know you're going to find work elsewhere. I'm sorry. Ray Maluga, it's been great. It's been awesome that, that, you know, that you've been here and you're a second-round pick and you, you carved out a role despite having some struggles here and there. But let's be honest, Ray, you, you can't run anymore. And, and you were inactive some games and you were getting limited snaps. And, Ray, thank you for being a part of this organization, but we're going to have to let you go. I need to see some of that happen. Be, Margus Hunt. Margus, we drafted you in the third round. We know you're a physical freak, but for some reason it didn't click here. We wish you the best of luck. Hopefully you, you find a job elsewhere. You can't be afraid to move on from players if you're the Cincinnati Bengals. You can't be afraid to go look for upgrades, whether it's at the running back position or the wide receiver position. And by the way, I commented on Brandon LaFell. That doesn't mean I don't want him here. I don't want them thinking that that's the answer. If you can upgrade from Brandon LaFell in free agency, if you can upgrade from Brandon LaFell in the draft, whether it's at the nine pick or in the second round, you do it. You do it. And you can't be afraid to go get a guy or a player or two that could change things. You can't be afraid to let Dre Kirkpatrick walk if that's what you feel is best for the team so you can get Darquez Denard and William Jackson III and these young cornerbacks that you've invested first-round picks in into the game more. you got to do what's best and what's going to put you in position to win now. As much as you want to build through the draft, don't be afraid to trade up to get a player, whether it's in the second round, third round, another round, that can help right away. Don't be afraid to go out and get a Deshaun Jackson if you feel like he's an upgrade. Don't be afraid to move on from some of these veterans. Stop being loyal. You can be loyal to some guys that are still playing at a high level. Andrew Whitworth, got to pay him. Pay Andrew Whitworth, give him a two-year deal, tell him he can play left tackle. You know Andy Dalton probably wants him here. Andrew Whitworth is going to be an interesting free agent because of his age. Joel Corey joined me on ESPN 1530, and I, I asked him about Andrew Whitworth, and it's interesting because Whitworth's 35, but he's playing at a really high level. And this entire interview is on my blog, ESPN1530.com. But here's Joel Corey on if he was an agent for Andrew Whitworth, how he would represent him, and what the Bengals will probably have to pay him this offseason if they want to keep him. Age is irrelevant because he's playing at a high level, and until he starts to decline, uh, age doesn't matter is how you minimize it as the agent. Plus, you know you have leverage because you don't have a replacement at left tackle. Either one of your two young tackles hasn't panned out. It's to the point where them at right tackle, you've had to play Eric Winston a lot more than you ever imagined. So he's making $9 million on the last extension, you're going to have to pay him more to come back. He wants to be a left tackle, doesn't want to be kicked inside to guard. So if he's not getting paid from Cincinnati, he's going to get a – I can't imagine that he wouldn't be able to find a two-year, $20 million deal from somebody to play left tackle um, at the bare minimum. So you're going to have to pay him because you don't have a choice. Two years, $20 million? All right, Andrew, let's go. Let's go. Be on the left side. We want you here. And then what you do is you re-sign Kevin Zeitler as well. And you give Andy the best offensive line possible. And you're not afraid to bench Cedric Abwehi for Jake Fisher, assuming Jake Fisher is the better player. You're not afraid to look at a, to upgrade the center position if there's one in the draft. You're not afraid to do these things. That's what I need the Bengals to do. You're not afraid to go get a linebacker that isn't 80 years old that can come in and run with some of these young running backs in the NFL. That's what you have to do. Try to win now. Like, if there's ever a time for the Bengals to do what I've wanted them to do, which is go out in free agency and get 
not just a name, but a, a player that can be very productive, whether it's on offense or defense, it's this season. Because they're going to have the money. They're going to feel like they're a player or two away. They have plenty of draft picks. Go do that. Trade A.J. McCarron, whether it's for picks or a veteran player that can help you. Don't be loyal to the backup quarterback. You know that they're going to keep Andy Dalton, so we're not going to debate that. Don't be loyal to A.J. and say, we need McCarron. He's a vital part of our... Stop it. Like, don't do that. Go get value for your backup. A.J. McCarron wants to be traded. A.J. McCarron wants a shot to play. He likes it here, but he knows there's no shot. So move him. To me, it's it's one of those things where the roster is going to have so much turnover or should have so much turnover that half the guys are different next season. You're going to lose Dre Kirkpatrick. You might lose a guy like Brandon LaFell. You should lose Domata Pecco, Ray Maluga. You might lose a guy like Michael Johnson. I just named five guys, and I'm not really trying. You know, you're going to lose players. Don't feel like you owe James Wright something. Be open to upgrading at positions that you know need to be upgraded. Wide receiver, as good as we saw Cody Core. And I've said how great Tyler Boyd is. And Alex Erickson had a productive rookie season. But don't tell me that you're going to go into next year with those three, A.J. Green, James Wright, and then some guy like Jake Kumaro or someone not on the roster, or sixth or seventh. Don't do that. Like, or Alex Erickson. You know, go get another wide receiver, whether it's in the draft early, whether it's in free agency. Or, you know, if you keep LaFell, I, I just think, look, LaFell, this isn't scary even with A.J. Green. LaFell, A.J., Boyd, Core, Erickson, Wright. Now, if that means moving on from James Wright, so be it. If that means moving on from Brandon LaFell and James Wright, so be it. You're obviously keeping Erickson for his special teams ability along with being a slot wide receiver. You're keeping Boyd. You're keeping Core. You're keeping A.J. Green. There's two spots that should be up for grabs. One, Brandon LaFell, his job, because I, I, he's 30. He's not a super great. He's not a speedster. Go get some speed on offense, man. Go get some speed. Don't be afraid to move on from a guy that gave you really good production this year. I mean, Brandon LaFell was good numbers-wise, but he's not He's not great. He's not great. You think Brandon LaFell was great this season? And, and I'm pulling up his numbers now. But to me, and, and he had 860 yards, six touchdowns, 64 receptions. That's good. That's about what you expected. And – by the way, he made $500,000 yesterday, so happy new year to Brandon LaFell. He, he needed five yards and three receptions, hit both, finished with, uh, what did he finish with? Six receptions for 54 yards. So LaFell, $500,000 in, in incentives. Don't be afraid to move on. And I like Brandon. I think he's a good locker room guy, but you, you're not forced to pay him. You're not forced to keep him around. You can say thank you for the one year. You'll get a, a two- to three-year deal elsewhere. If I'm the Bengals, I would seriously consider that. Try to get, whether it's in the draft, try to upgrade. Try to get younger or try to get faster. Everywhere. Can I get younger at running back? Can I get faster at running back? Signing Rex Burkhead. This is what I would do at running back. I would re-sign Rex Burkhead. You obviously have Geo. And then I would go out and draft a rookie. Heck, I wouldn't be uh, against drafting two rookies. If you can't re-sign Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead isn't this must re-sign. He had a good game yesterday, and he's certainly talented. But 
they could take a running back early. And we'll dive into all these scenarios, and I, I don't want to get on in too much of a draft uh, discussion yet because, like I said, it, it's January 2nd. Draft still a ways away. In fact, let, let me look up the official countdown for the draft, and it's uh, – well, I don't have it in front of me. I don't Usually I have it on my desktop. Don't. I'll have that countdown for you tomorrow here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. So much to discuss. Joe Goodberry will join me later this week. We will have draft analysts scheduled for later in the month going into February. And I'll certainly dive into free agency, talk about different scenarios. Because if I'm the Bengals, I'm not going all in on just one season. But I'm not afraid to go out and spend more this year. I'm not afraid to go out and trade up and dra- to get better, to get your guy. Like last year in the second round, if they didn't want Tyler Boyd, they weren't dead set on him and they wanted Michael Thomas, they didn't trade up to get him. This year, they should be open to doing that stuff. It's that simple to me. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. Don't be loyal. Stop being loyal. You don't owe Doma Tapeco anything. You don't owe Jeremy Hill anything. Mike Brown, Marvin Lewis, you don't owe Ray Maluga anything or Margus Hunt anything. Don't be afraid to upgrade. Don't be afraid to go out there and get better. Marvin, if this is it, go out on a winning note. Go get the guys that you know can play, that can play at a high level. That's what I'm asking you to do. I've defended you, man, because I think you deserve one more year. I think you you need a chance to, to get over the hump. The way you do that is you go in this year, you try to make the necessary moves, you spend money, you draft the right guys, you trade A.J. McCarron, you let go of the, the veterans that aren't and can't play as well as they used to, and you make a run at it. I'm James Erpine. Follow me on Twitter, at James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.